0: I am Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. Hi.
1: Laufison, variant L1130, aka Loki Laufison, is charged with sequence violation 72089. How do you plead?
0: <laughs> Madam, a god doesn't plead. Look, this has been a very enjoyable pantomime, but I'd like to go home now.
1: Are you guilty or not guilty, sir?
0: (sighs) Guilty of being the god of mischief, yes. Guilty of finding all this incredibly tedious, yes. Guilty of a crime against the sacred timeline. Absolutely not, you have the wrong person.
1: Oh, really, and who should we have?
0: I suspect the Avengers. You see, I only came into possession of the Tesseract because they traveled through time no doubt in a last-ditch effort to stave off my ascent to God-King.
1: Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. Welcome to the Time Variant Authority, welcome to Lamentis, and welcome to this podcast on Loki. Of course, just before we reset him, I had to bring back our resident variant. How are you doing, Pires Paisu Gigi?
2: Doing good, doing good. Um, ready to talk about, about our boy, the one burdened with glorious purpose. But yeah, now nah, I, I think we're going to get into it, but so far, I think I love this show.
1: yeah. Burdened with glorious purpose. We're gonna talk about Loki this episode. We're gonna talk about first three episodes of Loki so far, what we like, what we're enjoying about the show, and maybe just a little bit on some theories going forward. Um but before we go into all that stuff with the God of Mischief, what have you what have you been up to? What have you been watching? It's been it's been a while since you were on the podcast. What what have you been yeah,
2: up to? Yeah. It's actually been a
1: while. So I've been trying to catch up on a new season of Castlevania.
2: That's one thing I've had to do. Um, I tried to start the new show start up couldn't get past the first episode so that was
1: why couldn't you get past the first episode
2: it was just it was a lot <laughs> I remember like yeah it was like okay what was this like 3 sex scenes in 10 minutes or something I was like okay I wasn't quite prepared for this it was, just, it was just there was just a lot going on I was expecting it to be I think it's to say it wasn't what I was expecting and I think like my biggest reaction was like, oh, Martin Freeman is in this. Like I literally mm. hadn't seen a trailer or anything at all.
1: Yeah, no, the no, Startup is not a new show. Startup is a very, it's a quite old show. I was very surprised at how it just like it's as if it just blew up over like the last three months. I don't know if maybe it, it just came on Netflix. I I never got to watch it, but I have a couple of friends who had what it when it was coming out and like so I was very I was quite surprised. Everyone was like everyone was just talking about startup this year. I was, like oh wait, what's what's going on? What's the resurgence?
2: Oh yeah, well I was trying to remember, I watched Sweet Tooth. Mm. I like Sweet Tooth quite a bit. I actually watched it with with my with my better half, and she hated the ending, apparently.
1: Well, don't spoil it.
2: Yeah, she just hated the ending, but, but I liked it. I, I, I didn't think it was bad. But not even like a spoiler kind of thing. Like It just ended with a lot of teases for season two. And she was kind of of the opinion, like, why are they teasing all of that? Like, that means that like, season one was just a prequel almost kind of thing. And I was like, you have to tease things out. So I should have
1: to- been watching TV for the past decade.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because we watched Jupiter's Legacy together as well. And prob- that one, I had the same problem because of, like, the whole show was just meandering and all of a sudden it was the end. And that show got cancelled anyway. So that's probably one of the first times I've seen Netflix cancel something after one season, even though it was not like, the top ten and stuff. Hmm so yeah i watched that as well i watched the new season of lucifer um what was the new half season of lucifer um which i don't know if it's a guilty pleasure show it's a show that i've kind of enjoyed since it's been coming out are you gonna
1: are you gonna join us on the love island journey i know you try to act like you don't want to be involved but then but then, D- D- then D- you in the dms messaging I see. so just be involved if you want to be involved <laughs> So this is this is this
2: is a a communal party. So I I watched the past the two seasons of Love Island, but on the download. Oh uh,
1: look at always, you! Look at you! It
2: was always on download, especially at work when I'd hear people slandering it. And I had one of friend at work as well who watched it. Uh, my friend Ali, it would just go. Like, oh, I don't know what people enjoy in Love Island. And I be like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I can't see what's in it. <laughs> you know? Oh look at you! <laughs> But then, literally, if you check our messages to each other, like, if one of us misses it, the next person is texting, ah, this is what happened, this episode, or this is a skippable episode. (laughs) Well, you
1: and the guy that slanders at work?
2: No, 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 no. We're Uh, the two people that actually watch it. We play along with the people that slander it, because everyone else slanders it. Since since I watched Love Island for the first time, I've started, I don't know, I've gone into this reality TV journey, where... obviously i watched too hot to handle there's a new season apparently now so now i'll probably have to watch that
1: um don't make it seem like you're being like it's a gun to your head you're like i'll probably have to watch like somebody's forcing you to watch it
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those things right i started the show and i've gotten my friends into it so now if obviously i drop out like ah you dragged us here to abandon us but no 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 i i really like the first season as well um Honestly, I, I looked at my Netflix and my recent <clears> work, and I couldn't recognize. I couldn't recognize who I've become. Back in the day, it was literally just superhero stuff, but now there's a, there's all sorts in there.
1: So I'm not really a reality TV person, you know, because I think I think Love Island is a reality TV show.
2: I'm not the biggest fan, to be honest. But oh, sorry, I haven't been the biggest fan. But then, like, there's some of them that after a while you get into. I like the ones that like have a proper like gimmick, not just. Keeping up with the Kardashians or whatever
1: that. Oh yeah, no, you know, I'm not watching. watching people. I, I've never understood watching somebody else live their lives, but not, 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 yeah, not, exactly. not a judgment. That's not a judgment. On yeah,
2: yeah, you're welcome here. You're welcome here.
1: Keep on listening to the to the podcast. We don't judge. But yeah, I've never, understood. I've never got watching people yeah. live their lives, and I think with love Island, I think the fact that the whole community aspect of Love Island definitely helped. Yeah. Like the watching it. And on Twitter, on Black Sweet, Twitter, like, if you ever watch, if you ever watch Love Island on your own without Twitter, it's it's it's, it's awful, it's terrible. Yeah, so, because the memes, everything. And I remember just around when I started getting to Love Island actually before I started getting into Love Island, there was a show I started watching, which I would scream for the root of, so anybody that wants to watch it on um, real. I think all episodes are on Amazon Prime right now.
2: Okay.
1: It was a show based uh, like the behind the scenes of a bachelor kind of show oh
2: okay
1: and it was created by a woman who i think she worked on the bachelorette or the bachelor one of them so it was like okay. the main character that the producers of the show oh. and man look if you haven't just go watch unreal I, as a show that i, I keep on shouting to anybody it's just incredibly just see, like the machinations of what these guys do it stars constant zimmer who you might know from like agents of shield blacklist house of cards yeah. like other stuff and yeah. um, shiri apubi and, and I think when I started watching that, that was what got me more into Love Island. Like I, I came into Love Island, I mm. came in uh, the their costumes brought me in, and then and then I stayed to watch their costumes. What costumes? I saw your I saw your eyes moving. What what their costumes? I What's say costumes? Not what you wear. What bikini? I I didn't say that. Their costumes brought me in. Hey. And. <laughs> and some of, some of, some of us don't have um, what they call it. Don't have better halves. We can we can say things like that on on. on the air. <laughs> no 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 one is at home. Co- co- going to ask us. What did you mean?
2: Nah, it um, a choice of, of of word of using costume
1: that made me like. Ah, did I miss something? The day used to do Halloween or that. And then I stayed when you, like, I just I started watching it. I I started watching it from like the producer's point of view. So I hmm. wasn't watching it like, oh, these are what these guys are doing. I was like, I can't imagine what the producers have said to these people to make this Support happen. To force them to do this. Like, yeah. so for example, I remember when Jordan, who do you remember Jordan, who was with Yeah, Anna, yeah,
2: yeah. And, and the
1: movie came in. Yeah, yeah, and he tries to move to that girl, like a day after he has Anna to be his girlfriend. I'm like, that's not a thing that a normal person would do. That's obviously been produced. And it was just funny to me. I'm just like, <laughs> I can't imagine what kind of evil producer has like, he's probably said something like, yeah, the public really think you are... I can't remember the girl's name. Even think you guys make a good couple. Why don't you try it? And like you guys can win. And it just has gone. I'm like. I think my favorite like thing good. about
2: I think my favorite thing about Love Island is the linger or stuff like oh <sighs> let's call you for a chat. Uh, my head's been turned. Uh, what's the other thing they say? Uh, all, all these shows, actually, I've ruined the word connection for me. Like oh, I yeah, cannot bro. take that word seriously anymore.
1: Some of it is recognizable. I'm like oh, okay, I have a friend of a friend who, who probably talks like that. Well, like, a lot of it is still very, like, what are you talking about? What does that even mean? Like, how are you talking, like, like, I remember, I think it was January 1 where someone was, like, um, they couldn't date someone that didn't have any pictures of them on their Instagram or something like as Like, if you have an Instagram, you have a picture of yourself on your Instagram, they can't date you In my head. I'm like, that makes zero sense. What are you talking about? This is yeah, not logical.
2: It's,
1: it's... <laughs> also, yeah, so I'm look looking from it, like, from a producer's point of view, I'm also looking at it from an anthropological point of view, like, how do these people think? Thank and how, look, if we're in the UK and that's going to be our streets, we have to know how how to how to navigate those yeah, streets yeah, sometimes. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly, <laughs> isn't it? Right. It was both ways as well because I think on love and someone said painting once, and I had to explain to people at work what that meant.
1: Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did they all turn to you like the, the, the cultural translator.
2: It was just the next day when they were talking about it. obviously cl- closeted as we do. It's like, oh, what does painting even mean? <laughs> And to show you how how long I've spent in this country. Normally I'll say well, I was talking to you, i was like a fine baby or something like that. Yeah. I said, Oh I said, nah, I'm someone that's fit. I was like, oh nah, I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, another thing I watched was blue therapy as well. That's another <clears throat> kind of black Twitter inspired thing.
1: I didn't I didn't even go close nah, to that. Nah,
2: watch that thing, but that thing is ridiculous. And you will laugh like talk about um, watching as a producer
1: Produced, yeah. oh my goodness <laughs> I saw some clips and I was like this is, this, is, this, is, this is I just felt like the most hilarious clips will come to Twitter I don't want to go and watch an entire episode that's that's too much for me but yeah, on the timeline people are starved I feel like, look, people have to blow out their shirts
2: people are starved of everything man like, True. True. look at how desperate we've been for Marvel content like
1: speaking of Marvel content Thank you for that incredible segue. We're going to talk about Loki. We're going to talk about the show Loki, the character Loki, the TVA, Owen Wilson being in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, we're going to go through all that, maybe after this quick break. Burdened with glorious purpose. Loki, man. Loki, what, Um, So, Loki, the show is created by Michael Waldron, who is an Emmy winning writer of Rick and Morty community.
2: Yeah.
1: And also, I don't know if you know this, but I know you will like this. He's also the creator of the upcoming Stephen Amell wrestling drama, Hills. Heels. Yeah. So he, crea- <laughs> he created that, I think, created that when he was like in uni and like he tried to get it made and they didn't, they didn't, nobody wanted to pick it up. And then Stars yeah. called him like last year like, look, Stephen Amell wants to get involved. I was like, uh, I'm kind of involved in Marvel right now. So I think he's no longer the showrunner. I know he created it and he wrote the, the pilot. Yeah. But he's no longer the showrunner for that. But oh, yeah, wow. um, and he's also going to be the writer of the upcoming Doctor Strange sequel, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness. So like, yeah, he's he's quite involved in, in Marvel right now. Yeah, they've really kind of given him the case. Yeah, the best I can say about Michael Waldron is that what we know from the last 13 years of Marvel is that Kevin Feige... Knows when something works, right? Either commercially or critically or whatever, and he clearly likes Michael Waldron. Like he took yes. him from Loki to Doctor Strange, and he's writing like Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie. So clearly, he likes he yeah. likes him. All six episodes directed by Kieran, who directed season season one of Sex Education. Some most episodes of season one,
2: oh, yeah, wow. and even episode
1: three was written by um Bishake Ali, who is obviously going to be the head writer for Miss Marvel. I really like this show, and. I think, unlike Wonder Vision, which I really liked, obviously, yeah, we we're talking about Wonder Vision and Falcon. Unlike Wonder Vision, which was kind of like a mystery box show for like the first five episodes, mm-hmm. like what's going on, why they yep. stretching decades, where's Wonder was everything. And unlike Falcon, which had something to say with every character in every episode, like Loki is just like, yeah, we're just going to be a fun space show. Like, we're not even going to, like, we're not trying to make any point. We're not about yeah. grief, we're not about trauma, we're not about race, we're just gonna be a fun space show with and look, obviously anyone that knows me and has listened to this podcast knows I love when shows want to talk about stuff. So yeah. I loved Wonder, I liked Falcon even not as much as Wonder. And I think Loki's just like, yeah, we're just gonna be fun and do crazy shenanigans and spend an entire episode on a different planet with a character you've not seen before. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I
2: think it's definitely like more of a traditional show, it's like a genre show, it's like Mm -hmm. there's a part of it that gives me almost the vibe of like something you'd see on like sci-fi back in the day. Mm -hmm. Just that kind of sci-fi show. And I think I like it for that. I think even one of the first things I said after I watched the first episode was like, I think that was the first, to me, I think that was the best Disney Plus pilot. And when I was trying to think of why I felt like it was because it kind of felt like a traditional pilot where you come out of that first episode and you know, this is who we're following. This is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. This is who we're up against, kind of thing, and those kind of questions are just kind of answered. And okay, this is why you should root for this guy as well. And that was it. And I felt like we got that, so yeah, I just think you really set a good foundation. And then also, there was the, the sprinkling of mystery with uh, that's that's what's it called that that sequence of the
1: timekeepers, which I think is cap, but we'll get to that, but, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> Yeah, and I think a not so secret source of this show is the cast and crew. Like obviously, I mentioned the writers and and the, and the director. but You have Tom Hiddleston, who's been doing this for eleven years, and is gonna when he dies, this is gonna be the character everybody's gonna remember him for. He's incredible as Loki. You have Owen Wilson, which here's the thing, and I, I don't know how to articulate this. So obviously, I know we know Marvel, right? Over the past let's say five or six years, Marvel has been able to get big stars. Right. Most mm-hmm. of them have been like big, genuine big stars who are like in the twilight of their careers, right? Who uh, like are talking about Glenn Close and uh Michael Douglas and mm-hmm. um Robert Redford and people like that, right? Or yeah, they go like
2: um, Russell Crowe and Paul.
1: Yeah, in or own. or they go big Russell Crowe, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. No, Russell Crowe and Tall, Love and Thunder. Oh, Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah, I thought you just meant... But yeah, Anthony Hopkins no, no, also, no. also even helps me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, And they go big, like someone like a Paul Rudd to be Ant-Man yeah. was a big movie star, or Christian Bale to be a villain, or Kid Blanchett to be a villain, that kind of things, right? But I don't know why, to me, it seems like this Owen Wilson casting is just like... To me, it's kind yeah. of the biggest Marvel... One of the biggest Marvel flexes. I don't understand. I don't know how to explain it. I think it's just that I just
2: never expected to see him in Marvel. Yeah, and Owen like, Wilson was maybe... He also doesn't have this classic look as well.
1: Yeah, it? maybe 15 years ago, right? 15 to 20 years ago, Owen Wilson was one of the biggest movie stars on the planet. Like, he was Owen Wilson. So I don't know how to explain dude. Like, maybe it's because also it's not a movie, it's a TV show that I'm like, this is actually just a very... It's a lot for you to yeah. get Owen Wilson on a TV show. And I, I, it's just, yeah, it just so seems I like... Yeah, think that's it. It seems like, wow, you got Owen Wilson. And it's like, yeah, I think that's because like, if you, get, if you get a movie star, right, if you get Leo DiCaprio to be in a Marvel movie, I'm like, oh, that's fair. Marvel movies are probably going to make $1 billion. I get why he's doing this. Right. But when you get Owen Wilson, who, yeah, he hasn't done much in the last few years, but he's also like, yeah, on a streaming show. He's a splashy name. It's like, we have Owen Wilson on this Loki show. And I think the director yeah. basically made some shows like, this was the biggest pitch I've ever had to do. Like, they had to make an entire booklet to like convince, like, this is what your character is. And that makes sense because, to me that's like one of the things like wow you have Owen Wilson on a, on a streaming show okay okay and yeah and
2: to the point that you can do an episode without Owen Wilson I was like oh okay
1: but yeah so like I think when you say you want to just be a fun romp and then you have just Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston who are incredible incredible, incredibly charismatic um, actors and then you have um, Sofia Di Martino who I think was excellent in episode 3 mm-hmm yeah, so I think when you have all of that, it's just like, yeah, fun. Like, full disclosure, I was a bit kind of under the weather when I watched episode three, but I still, like, kind of enjoyed it, and I, I'm i going to rewatch it again when I'm in a better headspace, because I was like, mm. I really like what's going on here, and it's like, it's just a really, yeah, okay. I don't know to do, like, it's just like, just trying to be fun, and I hate, part of me is angry that it's six episodes, I know that's like a cliche thing to say, oh, we want more. And
2: it's six episodes.
1: Yeah, six episodes. It's kind of sure that I just want it to be longer because i want to like for falcon for example i was okay with six episodes cuz so you tell your story and that's fun, but i just want i just want to live live with these guys these characters for a while just even if it's just random episodes just going on go on an adventure go and solve something in 1875 and come back
2: yeah that's fine i just want yeah. to see these
1: characters interact
2: yeah it's, it's 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 just it's just fun and yeah i've obviously learned to manage my expectations in terms of how these things flow into the movies um the people on Twitter, we know Mephisto gang for for Wondervision. If you know, you know.
1: Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Emmanuel. Just forget Mephisto about gang. it. <laughs> just forget about it. Just watch what what is in front of you. Forget about because well, it's very, especially from that. It's very easy because they're talking about multiverse. They're talking about you know the writer, the Doctor Strange. It's very easy to get get lost. In it. Just just forget about it. Just watch what's in front of you and I appreciate that as it is. I'm happy that it's not like this big specter. What we're thinking about every episode. Mm. But I definitely think Loki would be quite consequential to not only because obviously it's dealing in multiverse and the writer is writing um, Doctor Strange, where it kind of feels like this would be the most consequential kind of show in terms of um, what happens in future movies. But I don't, I don't want to think about that. I I think, I think it defeats the purpose. Let's just focus on these six episodes where I'm just enjoy them and everything. Um, You obviously alluded to it earlier, so let's just talk about it now. TVA, or rather, Cap. Time Keepers, good or bad? Cap.
2: Absolutely, <laughs> it's Cap, isn't it? Like, it's the classic thing of um, the door that nobody should go behind. Like, everything is fine. You know, all the timekeepers are there, but you never see them. You never know what they're doing. They're just protecting this sacred timeline. Shout mm. out that animation, uh, by the way, at the beginning with, obviously, Miss Minutes, who's, like, my favorite character.
1: Also, sorry, before we go on, I was going to say this. This is also kind of, like, it's a very low-key but mar- strong Marvel flex, having mm-hmm. Tara Strong voice Miss Minutes. <laughs> like, for anyone who's who doesn't know what I'm talking about, just Google Tara Strong, go on a MDP, go on a Wikipedia, like, you will see she's basically a voice... You see
2: your childhood. You see your childhood.
1: Literally. Yes. She's basically a, a voice actress legend. Like, she's done on every every cartoon you can think of. So, like, to just say, oh, yeah, we could have got, we could have got any random actress, any random person to come and voice, but, like, let's get, basically, the animation Meryl Streep come and do this. I was like, okay, okay, Marvel. Sure. If that's what you're gonna do, that's fine. But, yeah, sorry, I, I cut you off.
2: No, no, no. Tara Strong is... Have, that's literally why, like, I love this it. minute. It's just, mm. like, Tara's drug is, you know, I can think of so many different roles from my childhood. And it's like, nah, like, you know, it's, it's great to have that in mob, But yeah, that animated um story of obviously the timekeepers, and the Great War, and it just seemed like Cap, like right from day one. Shout out to one of the timekeepers, looks like Khan the Conqueror. So, but I'm well, not going to do the Mephisto thing.
1: Well, here's the thing, right? I was going to say, I was going to take this offline, but I'm going to just sit <laughs> over right here. We might get into some theories when we're talking about this show. Yeah. Let's try and keep our theories within the show. <laughs> what, we, what we've learned in the show. Let's not use, let's not use either comics law or what we know from future. Let's just keep our theory. Because if we start thinking about, you ta- oh, um, George Renslayer is the on and on, on and off girlfriend of Kang in the comics. Kang. That's a whole thing. I don't want I don't want to get into that. I don't want to, I don't want to lead the problem. <laughs> I don't want to be part of the problem. So what Let's just focus is... to any theory we're coming up is within what we've learned from the show or the MCU before, not what is in the comics, because that's just a whole different thing. jai and Majors, cameo, Book It, I'm calling it now. I mean, <laughs> this, will be, this will be the last thing I do to um, fan the flames. But I would say that Michael Waldron has been very upfront that in writing this, and also Doctor Strange, he had to be in constant communication with um, Jack Schaefer, who wrote Wonder Vision, and also the writer of Ant-Man Three, who unfortunately I can't remember his name right now. And the writer of Ant-Man 3 was also is also a writer of Enrique Morty. So he and mm-hmm. Michael Waldron are quite close. That's all I would say to fan the flames. I am no you longer up in Ant Man 3. I Kang the Conqueror. I am no longer saying anything that would cause us to become the internet. Conspiracy theories, that's, it. that's all I would say.
2: Long ago, there was a vast multiversal war. Countless unique timelines battled each other for supremacy, nearly resulting in the total destruction of. well, everything. But then the all knowing timekeepers emerged, bringing peace by reorganizing the multiverse into a single timeline the Sacred Timeline. Now the timekeepers protect and preserve the proper flow of time for everyone and everything. But sometimes people like you veer off the path the timekeepers created. We call those variants. Maybe you started an uprising, or were just late for work. Whatever it was, stepping off your path created a nexus event, which, left unchecked, could branch off into madness, leading to another multiversal war.:
1: I think the MC, and actually, to be honest, life mm-hmm. has kind of trained me to, one, never believe people or institutions that believe they know what is right for everybody else, or two, build statues praising themselves if when you do that I'm kind of like that's kind of fascist and like obviously um sylvie kind of mentions that this episode is like she calls them fascists and like you kind of if you're looking from the first episode you're kind of like you guys do not seem like the good guys like in that um video they were like you could be a variant either if you've started an uprising or you were late to work i'm like whoa 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 those two things are not on the same level you cannot wow. say because I was late to work. I'm the same okay. as someone that started an uprising. Oh, can you imagine running late for London bus and they just hold you? <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm a time variant and I have to be reset. This oh, this is crazy. not the same as as starting a world war. Can we count down? And it's just like yeah, it's like no one. These guys have never seen their their bosses. Um, it's just on what he says is how it's meant to be, and then you have to follow. So it, it, I've always felt like yeah, these guys are not not. Not up to scratch. They're not good. They're bad people, and I think that becomes a bit more enforced this episode when um Sylvie mentions that um all the all the workers they are variants, which is which is something that I honestly hadn't considered. I knew it was a theory floating around. There's a very good emotional complication there if when when obviously Mobius finds out that he's a variant. Yeah,
2: that was just one thing where I was like, yeah, I just had that theory straight away because it was just like. Um... Oh, the timekeepers created all of us, and it's like, pfft. so they would just create human beings like that just to work on the timeline. Mm. Then, wh- why can't they just do themselves? Kind of thing, it's like, yeah. And obviously, I think they exceeded it well, um, with Mobius and his infatuation kind of of the 90s. Like, if you see any drink or anything, he's with it's from yeah. the 90s, and then obviously his love of jet skis, like somebody who's just been chasing time variants. Why would he have this? kind of like love or something like that. I feel it's probably some sort of memory tied to that. Um mm. so yeah, so that, that was when I was happy got confirmed.
1: So I well, well, on the same part that like the TV is not good.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Like there's there's a, a something fishy going on. What do you think about the
1: Infinity Stones being paperweights? Do you know something? When it, and this is I think when it first happened, I was kind of like, oh that's that's kind of annoying. That's just like burying the last
2: twenty something movies, pretty much.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that was my initial reaction, right? This is this is why people need to be sensible when they use Twitter because everybody tweets their initial reaction. Because that was my initial reaction. Yeah, yeah. But then I thought about nah, it. to I was I was, like, down. I was like, yeah, it, it makes was, sense. It makes Let's sense. Move on. This, this is the t- it, you get what I'm saying? But everybody on Twitter was crying and like, I'm like, can you guys just sit down and think? It, it's it's outside of time. Yeah, it's outside of time. Yeah, sort of time which other way for someone like Loki who won, held two Infinity Stones, the Tesseract and his scepter? And was working for for Thanos. Which which stronger way would you have to just tell him like, look, what you were thinking about is not doesn't it's nothing even a blip. Like you spent all this thing about Infinity Stones. It doesn't matter here. Like calm down. Glorious oh, Yeah, Yes. Like which other way would you? And I, Infinity Stones are there. And it's like so at first, like first when I was like, oh yeah, that that's kind of annoying. That's that's kind of inviting everything. But I was like, no, it makes sense because these guys are beyond time and space and everything. And of course. If Thanos comes there, he would not have power. What are we talking about here? Like these guys are mm. basically gods in their own right and everything. So, so yeah, I. Long story short, I, I'm okay with the decision. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me.
2: The other thing I was gonna ask, um, obviously we've watched a lot of TV, so mm. I'm guessing you know at the end of episode one, I was like, we're chasing a Loki,
1: but they don't show the face. It's like, okay, it's not Tom thing. Oh no no no, I knew it was not Tom Hiddleston.
2: Yeah. I, I there mean, are some people there are some people that, oh, in episode two
1: it's not Tom oh. I mean I think unfortunately <laughs> also I am someone who whether I go out of the way to look for it or it just comes into my stratosphere. I know that You know cast, you have an They've cast Sofia Di Martino, I know I, I say, Oh maybe she's gonna be Lady Loki and whatever. So I was like, Okay, it's it's gonna be her. That was not even Yeah. That reveal was not made for me. Right. I, feel, yeah. I think
2: sometimes, yeah, I kind of feel like, huh, I wish I had, like, my TV watching in a sense. So, I'm like, huh,
1: for that kind of thing. But, like, I just don't
2: have it. <laughs> that
1: that reveal, that reveal works on maybe 40% of people that are watching this show, right? People that yeah. don't know about Lady Loki and are not following casting news and things like that. That's fine. They will be surprised. And it's not, like, it's still good. Like, I have a problem with that. Yeah, I, I, never that was, I never thought it was Tom Hiddleston. So... So yeah, I have the have no problem with that. Um, I liked their conversation. I liked their their journey. Episode three. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
2: I think episode three was really good.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they like how after episode three how it ends. I don't know like how do they get back to it and get back to it. But I guess that's I'll, I'll for next week. But I did, I did like I like the discussions they had. I like the fact that mm-hmm. her backstory is so clearly very different from his. Yeah, because she's, she's adopted as well. But we don't know if she's the first giant. If we don't know. Like we don't know how similar their stories are and everything. And obviously, the, there are some yeah. people without trying to spoil anything. There are also some people that have been cast that were like, "Okay, I can't wait to see them in the story." People like Richard E. Grant and and stuff like that. I don't want to find anyone oh, to yeah, yeah. To I don't. I don't want to spoil what what who they may be playing.
2: Also, I want to shout out some things from episode three before I forget. Obviously, mm-hmm. we get the reveal that Loki is bisexual,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or both of them. And then, I think in episode one, we found out he was gender fluid as well. So, I guess that's good. That's another, you know... Did we
1: find out... Do you, you find out that's in episode one?
2: Yeah, it was on his file. Oh, okay. So, it was on his file. Now, like, it's gender fluid. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. that makes sense. And then, obviously, they shoot the Cloak Luki after. So, yeah. The Cloak Luki? Like yeah. Like, Sophia Martino and. uh Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, foreshadowing, I guess. It didn't click in my head till now. But, yeah... Um, so yeah, I just had to shout that out, obviously, because um, representation is important. And if also the cinematography in episode three, um, in Lamentis. so there's a lot of sort of purple and violet coloring in like the sky and stuff, and that's like the bisexual flag, bisexual I lighting. Light, li- yeah, uh, yeah bisexual
1: it's kind lighting. of like yeah. If you see it in film, it's kind of like insinuating bisexual lighting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so obviously, you know,
2: I guess that was uh uh something building towards
0: that how about you you're a prince must have been would-be princesses or perhaps another prince a bit of both i suspect the same as you but nothing ever real
2: Mm. good on good on marvel um you know, there's a lot of things you'd find online about Marvel baiting and stuff like that. So, you know, um, Mm. good on them to have a major character, you know, be representative of a community that obviously really enjoys the film. So I just thought we should shout that out.
1: I was not going to touch that. I just felt like, look, it's not, and obviously, I agree 100% with what you said, but just like, when I was writing my notes, I was like, don't talk about it. I was like, I don't feel like it's my place to talk about it. But 100%, like I think when it happened, and just just a, a, a quick, um, perusal of Twitter, you see that it obviously means quite a lot to some people. I think mm-hmm. Kate Heron, the director, also mentioned that, like, I think she's also bisexual, so it was something that she wanted to do. And, and like, even just from like a logical point of view, right? I know, I know, if you look hard enough, there are people that are complaining and whatever, and it, it's uh, comics or whatever. It'll always be people. I'm like, are you guys? What are you guys talking about? Loki is the god of mischief on Asgard. I really don't think when he wants to have sex with somebody, what he cares about is like their physical appearance or like if they look like a man like obviously especially the fact that he can become anyone he wants yeah so like yeah i'm just like obviously people are going to complain people are going to say rubbish and like problems are people always complain you always have those people those as we like to call them on this podcast incels (laughs) i know you like that word i normally prefer mutants but uh wow (laughs) jesus um (laughs) I think it's, you're right, it's something, it's nice that she was able to get in the show and it's like, it's canon now, so that's cool. Yeah. Um. Well, anything that helps one more person feel represented, that's mm-hmm. always, like... Close, isn't it? I'm not going to complain about that. Like, yeah, like, Jesus, yeah. if you're complaining about that, then you just, you need to go outside. You have a problem deep inside. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, not, like,
2: not 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 everything is for you at the end of the day, right? Yeah, like, even I, if it's not... Not the people that been, enjoy
1: it. Yeah, and it being for someone else doesn't mean it's any less for you, like, because Loki is, is now, is not even now, is, is bisexual, and somebody else feels connected to that, doesn't mean that you who is straight should stop liking the character, like, Jesus Christ, bisexual people mm-hmm. have been liking straight characters for decades, can we count down? Well, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was, that was Emmanuel and I on our soapboxes. boxes. <laughs> Hashtag hashtag ally, <laughs> h- allies. Uh, now, nah. what 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 a way to end Pride Month? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Ooh, uh, thing, actually. yeah, I joke, I joke, but yeah, um, I really like their chemistry. I like I'm gonna see more about Sofia De Martino's character. If she's gonna be in movies and TV shows coming forward, that'll be very nice. I, I only noticed the episode that her one of her horns was broken. I didn't notice the last episode. Yeah, I think that that's from a that's from a comic
2: book. Cover as well.
1: I'd like to know that story.
2: I don't think she's making it out of the show. Oh,
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that leads me to, I guess that leads me to, I was going to talk about this later, but let's talk about theories. What theories do you have for the show? Again, remember, limit them to what we've seen in the show and maybe what's okay. come before. Let's not try to use okay. comics law and whatever to get our theories because we we'll be here forever.
2: So this one has a bit of comic law, but I think, so Sylvie is Lady Loki, but I think it's the way. I think Marvel are doing something which is pretty common in sort of adaptations. Like, I think they're combining. Mm. So, I think she is Lady Loki, but I think she's also either, which I think she's going to be or is Enchantress. It's
1: enchantress, yeah.
2: Yeah. Because, number one, like, if you take a shot for every time they say Enchant, enchant in this episode, you mm-hmm, get finished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that one is there. Um, there is a Sylvie in the comics that gets her powers from Loki and then becomes a version of the enchantress i think it's Sylvie Buxton or something but yeah um there's that and then also i think and this is good on marvel as well i think hoxie's always said don't call me loki because they don't want the lady loki and things. Mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. marvel have done a good job of not trying to like for lack of a better term tokenize anybody's name so yeah they don't want like a lady loki or anything so I think it would just be a case of let her be enchantress
1: hmm. so what are you saying is that you think she she dies this season
2: so I, I think she becomes I, I think she becomes enchantress but well, there's a part of me that thinks yeah she doesn't make it out of the show just because I don't know it's yeah i I put it this way I don't think we're leaving the show with two low keys I'm it
1: like that I think it's more likely that Tommy Dawson dies Mm. That was that was in my head. That was how I, how I thought the season was going to end with Tom Like this is actual. Like we basically get into re- a redemption arc twice. Obviously, Infinity War he dies, but now he dies again, and yeah, maybe we get a. However, I think a second season of this show has already been greenlit. Of course, we means we. You never really know what the second season could look like. It could be, could be, yeah, um... it could be Sofia De Martinez. I'm going to believe that. Well, it could work <laughs> so I'm, stop saying this I'm, I'm going to blip it because it's one of those things I'm trying to avoid <laughs> it's one of those things that we know like we, we, we know about it because like we're following castings and stuff like that but I don't want people I don't want people that don't know about it to know about it so I'm going to blip that let's let's try to help our help our audiences but yeah it could be Sovereign Martinez's character it could be a Mobius led story we don't know like it could be obviously be Tom Hiddleston. maybe he doesn't die I don't know um, yeah. so I don't know I think
2: so Tomatoes. Then, in, yeah, I think his death in Infinity War was a was a good end, but then there's also like you want to keep him around. I really, really like you know, obviously when it's like I'm Loki, Loki, um, um son before he dies. and then yeah. so it was weird when he came back to this show and it was like, oh, Loki's son, I've
1: regressed. Well, okay, well, it's t- twenty twelve now. True. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm intrigued. Okay. So is that your only your only? Sp- that, that's kind of my that's kind of my lead
2: theory, and yeah. I, I, sorry, I was going to add. I was going to add actually. When you mentioned twenty twelve Loki just now, <laughs> I just remembered. Of course, he would want to be Odin. So do you remember how after the Hawkins screams at him as the first tour? Yeah, he's literally, he's literally fresh off that. <laughs> the old ways are done.
0: You'd stand giving speeches while Asgard falls. You are the vain, greedy.
3: Cool boy! And you are
0: an old man and a fool!
3: Yes. I was a fool.
1: To think you were ready,
2: Father. Hey!
1: Improvised, apparently.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That is such a good scene, man. <laughs> And if you watch it again, um, Tom henderson's reaction is, is genuine because he's like, what was that? <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of improvisations, apparently these guys have improvised quite a bit the first two episodes, um, Tom Henderson and Owen Wilson. Mm. So apparently the, the line of, um, don't you have any candy on Asgard? Oh, uh,
2: okay.
1: I think another one was improvised, but I can't remember what it is right now.
2: I, I think that's that's always going to be the case where you've got like real genuine chemistry. Like you have to allow mm-hmm. them improvise for it to actually come true. Like
1: you can fake a lot of things in film, but chemistry is quite hard to do. Okay, one last thing before we wrap up here. Let's take a, a quick detour into into the heady corner of, 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 of Loki. Let's get let's get a bit mm. up there. For anyone who's listening, if you haven't watched Devs, I really, really recommend it. I really like the show Dev. I think you, I think it's actually even more up your alley than, than most people, but um, Determinism versus free will. Where do you fall? Mm. I mean, you really believe in all this stuff, don't you?
0: I don't get
3: hung up
1: on believe,
3: not
0: believe.
3: I just accept what is.
0: Three magic lizards. Timekeepers Created the TVA and everyone in it, including you. Including me. You see, every time I start to admire your intelligence, you say something like that. Who created you, Loki? A frost giant of Jotunheim. And who raised you? Odin of Asgard.
3: Odin, god of the heavens, Asgard, mystical realm beyond the stars, Frost Giants, listen it's to not yourself. It's, no, no, no. No, it's, it's not the same. It's completely different. Actually, it's exactly the same thing, because if you think too hard about where any of us came from, who we truly are, it sounds kind of ridiculous. Existence is chaos. Nothing makes any sense, so we try to make some sense of it. And I'm just lucky that the chaos I emerged into gave me all mm-hmm. this, my own glorious purpose, because <sighs> the TVA is my life. And it's real because I believe it's real.
0: Fair enough. You believe it's real. Yeah. So everything is written. Past, present, future. There's no such thing as free will.
3: Well, I mean,
0: you know, it's an oversimplification. So in fact, in a way, you and I, here at the TVA, we're the only ones who are actually free.
3: Where are you going with this, Loki?
0: How does it all end? That's a work in progress. Oh, those lazy timekeepers, what are they waiting for? (laughs) Au contraire. No, because while we protect what came
3: before, they are toiling away in their chamber, untangling the epilogue from its Ah, infinite branches.
0: I see. So, when they're finished, what happens then? So are we.
3: No more Nexus events. Just order, and we meet in peace at the end of time. Nice,
2: right?
0: Only order. Mm-hmm. No chaos.
2: It sounds boring. Determinism versus free will. It's it's free will. At the end of the day, like, it, it's where My beliefs are probably very different from everyone. Cause obviously I'm, uh, I'm saying obviously like people listening to this know me. But yeah, I'm Christian. So I do obviously believe that, you know, there's fate and destiny and stuff like that. But I believe mm-hmm. in the fact that there's multiple, you know, uh, there's sort of multiple paths to your destiny. So you do have free will and your free will will lead you to one of those effectively. So that's how I see it. I think the whole notion of like, oh, everything has already been written totally like word for word. And this is exactly what will happen. I think it's pretty hard to believe Um, from my perspective. It's just something, especially in TV shows, like I just don't think that's ever a message a TV show will want to pass along. So I think in this show, at least. Sorry, to bring it back from real life to this show. I think in this show it'll be a case of nah there's actually free will and you know these people are just pushing some sort of agenda or some um I'm fighting very hard not to say a kind the Conqueror thing. But yeah. Um <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm on free will. What about yourself?
1: Um I think that's actually I think what you just said is a thing. I think obviously you can anyone that's listening can tell that we are not anywhere close to being philosophers. Well, I think there's something called compatibilism, which is like the combination of free will and determinism. It believes that both things can work side by side, which I think will kind of describe what you've just said. Yeah. Um, I never sway on the side of determinism, especially like you said in film and TV, just like in general conversation. I, I don't. I obviously people believe, and there's a reason people believe that. That like everything is set, and you're you're walking down the set path, and everything. I don't. I don't think that. But also mm-hmm. because. I want to believe, like Loki. I want to believe that my actions matter. Yeah, I want to believe that decisions that I make matter. I, I know instances in my life where I've done very slight things that I could have done differently. Like I, could, I went to one club instead of going to the other club. Like literally, eggs, five second thought, right? And I'm, I can't uh-huh. believe that that was set. Like so I have to believe that that choice meant something. Like, exactly. And if I went the other thing, a different series of events would unfold. My
0: choices are my own.
1: Your choice is your own, good, let's go with that. Precisely,
0: I was, I am, on the verge of acquiring everything I am owed. And when I do, it'll be because I did it. Not because it was supposed to happen, or because you, or the time variance authority, or whatever it is you call yourselves, allowed me to. Honestly, you're pathetic.
1: I'm always of the belief of free will. Um, which is why I brought, obviously brought up Devs, because Devs is a show that kind of battles with the concept of determinism and free will. And So
2: I've looked up Devs, and of course it's produced by Alex Garland. He did, um, what's it called? Ex Machina, isn't it? Yeah. It the right office, Ali.
1: Alex Garland. Very
2: good. But yeah, it's, it's just that thing of like, if everything is already written, well, why do anything? Like, why does anything matter? Just sit yeah. down, lie down.
1: Well, but then but the thing would be like, the argument would be like, what is written is for you not to lie down. It's for you to do what you're doing. And even though you do it, even though you think you're doing it because you do it, you're doing it because it's written. So Loki thinks, Loki thinks he goes to New York to battle the Avengers because he, mm-hmm. he wants to, but really it's just what he's meant to do. So that's a, just a little bit of like, philosophy there for to think about
2: we, we've literally had everything in this podcast we've talked about Loki we've talked about reality TV we've given you philosophy at the end we gave you our soapbox political talking. <laughs> yeah <today.
1: laughs> we did every actually I right, did everything <laughs> yeah and also there's also the opposite concept of like do you believe that Do you, this is a bit more science not something I'm mm-hmm. anywhere close to, to, equip to talk about but it's like do you believe in the multiverses and different kind of like um universes and dimensions and stuff like that. Do you believe that there is someone, a version of you that didn't go to the same school you went to or didn't yep. apply to the same job and stuff like that? Do you believe that there are thousands of you doing thousands of different things? I like to
2: believe like there's a version of me that didn't eat cake like most nights a week and has a six pack.
1: Oh um, my god, I...
2: and then hopefully I can I can meet I can I can meet him and get a picture and use that <sighs> as my
1: but yeah. That, that that would be that would be the versions of us in a year where we're going to Love Island Love Island 2023 um, hey, I didn't did sign up for that one baby listen I'm not involved come on now we, we, we get we get the body and sign up are you mad i anybody for a chat bro I'm telling you if we get to, I honestly think I don't think I'll win it because I can't be asked. I think I'm too lazy to win Love Island but I can not see myself going on Love Island and not like coming out better than I did like than I was before like I feel like because I know who is watching, I know what to say to Black Twitter to get them happy. I know, true. Like I, I just I know the right things to do, and the, and also I'm not an idiot. Not, to, <laughs> not I'm just like other people on that show are like, idiots. Honestly,
2: like I, I just think of like I just think of like what was it? Was that Tom's clip of um, seeing if what's her name? His own mouth, right? She was right oh, there.
1: Oh my god! Do you know every time I see that clip, I have to retweet it because it's it's so I incredible. Cringe. It's so, I'm just like this. Guy, this She's guy right there. Actually, I uh, but the problem is that, said that the problem is that he probably would have done that in the real world, which is why i mean by idiot. Like, he would have done something like that in the real Honestly. world, which is why his competitive it in the villa. I know I would never, like, come on, you're not going. Like, that's just is rude, it's cringe. Just like, why would you say something like that? Like, it doesn't make sense. So, and I also really liked Mora that, that season. So, I was like, yeah, fuck you, Tom. Mora came with the energy. I really liked her. last that show. Um, but yeah, I just feel like. I don't know. You know what to say. You know how to... I will know how to behave with the boys to get, like... Yeah, but but
2: I guess it's, it's, it's a thing of, like, how long will it last? Like, even in real life here, man, like, just networking and stuff, I need to come on my recharge my batteries. Oh,
1: that's why I said I'm I'm too lazy to win. Like, there'll be days where yeah. it's like... I'll be like, I'll be like, guys, I cannot today. I'm just going to nap throughout today. But that's all I'll do during the day. So I'm too lazy to win. I'll just poke I'll be evicted. But hopefully, I'll, I'll be evicted Having made, it was like ten k followers on the podcast. Yeah, so like I, I cannot win. There's no way I can do the, the whole stretch. It's impossible. I do not have the energy. Like that's a, that's too much social battery for for me. That's that's way too much. Yeah, so we're excited, we're excited for Love Island. We're excited for for Loki. Black Widow is, is coming out. Soon. Finally coming out. So yeah. that's actually excited. And for anyone who's listened to this podcast even once, like you know. Fast nine's on his way, and I'm ready for yes. Fast 9. Let's go, Fast 9. You Did you see... I saw, I knew, I knew you were going to bring this that up. That
2: legendary tweet
1: yesterday.
2: Man, Anytime time I've looked at that tweet again for like three times, and I've stopped, stopped laughing.
1: Do you want to, you want to tell <laughs> the listeners what the tweet is?
2: So, so, so basically, obviously most people would do that. There's been beef between um, Vin Diesel and The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. And obviously that led to him doing his own Fast and Furious spin-off, Hobbs and Shore and everything. And there was always the stories of like how Ben Diesel and The Rock have these big things when it comes to filming of their characters. They count how many punches their characters can take. Stay as well. Stay them as yeah, well. Yeah. So all these macho things like that. So that beef was there. And then apparently Vin Diesel gave an interview to, I forget the outlet, but. <laughs> You guys are really hating said,
1: on my, my boy Vin, man. I don't like it. I don't uh, like it. He says,
2: he says, oh, the reason for the beef is that he was trying to get the Rock to be a better actor. <laughs> I've never seen more of a case of post getting black in my life,
1: You guys are just hating on Vin, man. Vin, 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 Vin Diesel man. I don't think so. Your mistake is thinking you got a
3: goddamn choice, boy. Your mistake? Thinking you're in America. You're a long way from home. This is Brazil!
1: Fast 9 is coming. We're going to rewatch Fast 5 very soon and talk about it on the podcast. That should be exciting.
2: Ooh, ooh, ooh. The boy... In um The Rock is a first appearance. hmm
1: mm-hmm.
2: that, that that turned this into a
1: billion dollar franchise. So the best film in the franchise. But well, yeah. Anyways, anyways. It wasn't a billion dollar movie franchise before he came along. Okay, well sorry. I didn't know I didn't know you were the Rock's PA. I didn't know you had him on, on WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, man. This is it. We've reached our, our Nexus point for this episode. And before we redline thank you Manuel thank you for coming out. awesome thanks man it's been a blast thank you for coming and talking about Love Island talk about Loki talk about The Rock apparently because I, I, <laughs> I didn't know you prayed to this picture every morning <laughs> yeah so obviously we're going to see you in a couple of weeks after episode 5 and yeah hopefully this show keeps on rocking as hard as it's doing right now um, shout out to our producers Ibuka Namani and Chinidui Heji for their work on this episode. Thank you. Shout out to our co-host, or my co-host, Oviya Giorgio Fiace, for nothing in particular. But, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, man, if you guys listen to this episode and you like the podcast, please just subscribe and follow the podcast because it really helps us. If your podcast app allows it, please um, rate and review the podcast and just tell your friends about the podcast. Of course, we'll be joined next week by man with glorious purpose, Daniel Kalia.
3: Ha ha ha.